what's up guys? Today I got about three or four questions from various people who have very similar concerns about feeling lonely and without an identity. And it usually happens around the age where you've either graduated from college or high school and you've come to know life in a particular way, but now things are different. You know, you either move out of your parents' home, you are no longer part of a sports team, you, uh, you're, you broke up with your girlfriend. Basically, the world that you've come to know for the past 10 years or so ceases to exist, and because the circumstances have changed, you no longer fit. You no longer have an identity because our identity, our identity oftentimes, most of the times, is a product of the mirror that the world provides for us. I come to know myself through the world, right? And it's through the contrast of your environment and what people have told you about who you are that allows you to be your identity. So it's a very depressing place to be and one that I'm very familiar with and I'll share with you. A, a place where you feel as if you don't belong anywhere, you don't know what to do, you're floating in an abyss. With no purpose, you're all alone, and you have no identity. Most of you know that I played football almost my entire life. I began football at uh, probably about fifth grade, and uh, I was always a part of a team. Throughout high school, I was a uh, captain in football. I was always an MVP. I was always one of the most valuable players. I always did really well. My identity was built up around the idea that, uh, that I was a warrior and an athlete. I was a winner. I was always very aggressive. Uh, I was not to be messed with, right? And other teams, I would strike fear in their hearts because they knew when they would go to play Baldwin football, they had Elliot Hulse to go up against, and he was a badass uh, nose guard I played in high school. And, uh, and, and I felt good about myself. I won awards. I had friends. All of my friends were associated with playing sports and football uh, and, and so on and so forth. My parents have finally come to uh, see value in me. I began to see value in myself because of football. I, my, my dad would, for the first time I could remember since I was in middle school, I started getting in trouble in middle schools, by the time I was in high school I was doing great in football, my dad began hugging me and giving me and, and being grateful towards me once again because I had begin do, uh, begun doing pleasing things. I began weight training through football. My uncle, who I had deeply admired as a child, it's thunder and lightning out there today. Whoa, and it's raining right in here. My uncle, who I deeply admired as a young child, you know, during my first stages of uh, coming to know myself four or five years old, uh, I had admired him because he was in martial arts, he would do backflips, he would chop bricks, he was just an all-around badass. Boy, the rain is coming in. Look like a monsoon out there. Forgive me. Hello. Anyway, he came back into my life around the time I began playing football because he was into weight training and he taught me. He said, Elliot, you ever want to be really good at football, you had better start weight training. I got really good at weight training and then my friends began to recognize me as the guy that teaches them how to weight train because my high school was across the street from my house and they'd all come over, all my football player friends would come over and I'd show them how to work out. So I had an identity for throughout high school and throughout college that centered around sports and strength training. I come to appreciate myself and I grew my identity through it. Then came college graduation. I hate the lighting over here. Let me see if I can get a little closer. Then came college graduation. I'm going to let you guys see how nasty it looks out there. Look at this.
Ooh. Boy, and then it comes in, look. So that's it. I'm gonna try my best to stay dry and keep this camera right on me. Get that. It's cold too. So I graduated college and um, went to grad school, but I no longer played football. And I, and I no longer had people who recognized me, my family. I left, it was the first time I left my family. People who recognized me for who I really am. I'm Elliot Holst, a football player, and I'm really strong and I know how to weight train. And I was amongst strangers. And I gotta tell you, I felt like I had no identity and I was alone. I was in a new city and I was around people who didn't know me for the way that I had been known by those in my previous life. And I, I, I didn't know myself any longer. It was a very challenging time in my life. And I, I venture to say that you know I went through a stage of a form of depression. I, I really didn't even want to leave my house. I didn't want to go anywhere. I, I was confused about things. I, my life was kind of a mess. I was about 22, 23 years old. I'm going to share what I did to find my way out of it. And I'm not saying this is exactly the way you need to do it. But the, but the sentiment behind it is what I would invite you to consider. I had begun looking for religion at that time. I wanted to be a part of something. And I wanted to be a part of something that had a mission greater than myself. So I began looking for religion. Now, I had a lot of friends who taught me about Christianity when I was in college. And I gained some perspective about religion through Christianity and I appreciated it. But one thing about the Christian churches that I had been familiar with was, at least just where I was, is that they were lacking in diversity. They almost seemed segregated. And it seemed to me that that was a, you know, that was against everything that Christ stood for. So I was like, you know, fuck it, I want a religion. I want to be a part of something. I want something that I can attach myself to that is transcendent, that is beyond me, that is bigger than me and long lasting. But man, like, I, I, I just couldn't dig the Christians. No judgment against them or any of you today at this particular point. I'm just saying my experience wasn't well. But then I found the Baha'i faith, B-A-H-A-I, and all of their literature centered around a, a series of principles, most of which were grounded in unity. Oneness, unity, really that's like the, the, the religion's calling is oneness, unity, bringing together all types of people from different races and religions and backgrounds and, and you know all their marketing material were faces of many different colored people wearing different clothing and just looking completely different. And it was important to me because being multiracial, I never, I never really fit in anywhere. I never fit in with white kids. I didn't really fit in with black kids. I kind of was like, I was a football player. That's really what mattered. I come to know myself not as white, black, or Christian, or, or anything else. I kept, my identity was around football and, and, and weight training. But these people, they marketed to me in a way that was appealing to my desire for being accepted no matter what I was. And also because I wanted to promulgate, I wanted to move forward a mission that was about unity and oneness amongst people. So I immersed myself, I, I began studying all the books, 
all of the Baha'i literature. I would spend all my time reading it. And I would then go to Baha'i meetings that they had. And the Baha'i meetings were wonderful because these people, they all hugged. They would come in and you come in and you see an, a little old black lady and a, a, a big white man in a suit. And, and they, would, they would hug and they would love each other. And then you'd see people speaking different languages. They don't really understand what was being said here, but you, they could feel the energy and they're smiling. And everybody's sharing food. And it was just a beautiful community to be, to be a part of. And they all band together in a mission to uphold the ideal that mankind is one and to share the message of unity that Baha'u'llah, who was their messenger, came to share with us. Man, it was a good time. We got involved in study groups and even more so we began doing work in the community. We would help each other. We would find other people to help. And I got to tell you, although this, to this day I'm not involved in any organized religion, I recently took a test with a, with a business coach and he said, you know, your biggest problem, Elliot, is your relationship to institutions. That's what he tells me. So I'm like, oh, go figure. You know, I wonder why I can't dig institutionalized religion. So, you, you know, for various reasons, I've got my own screw-ups. But institutions, particularly organized religions, just don't work well for me in the long run. But I am so grateful for the two or three years, perhaps, that I spent with these people getting out of my own misery and active in supporting other people and in being a part of a mission that was bigger than me. This is kind of a long and strange video. I'm, I'm kind of in a strange energy today. So my advice to you, my friend, my invitation to you is, if you're feeling lonely, look for various communities that are looking to support a bigger mission or vision for themselves. I'm not saying you need to get involved in religion, although it might be a, right, a good choice for you. Sometimes it's a crutch, it's what we need. No, I'm not making any judgment pro or con religion. I'm saying sometimes it's what you need and sometimes it's what you might want to use to help you get through life in particular stages. It helped me. But there are various mentor groups. If you're, if you're in a city where they have Big Brother, Big Sister, join Big Brother and, and have a little brother. The organization is all about supporting young children into adulthood. Get out of yourself, get out of your misery and go and help some young kid who could really use you. Go and volunteer for Habitat for Humanity and go build homes for homeless people. Go and do something where you can work not just for yourself but for the benefit of those who are less fortunate or for a mission that's bigger and greater than you. Done. <laughs>